Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shangles List, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by my ghost of Christmas future, Cleon Bewley. Wiggy Wiggy, I'm getting jiggy, going with the retro style for the Xmas show, Jiggy. It's me, Cleon the Mouth Bewley, and Dave, I've got no idea why he stopped drinking. <laughs> Shingler, and he says, Shingler's List Podcast. Ah! <laughs> anyway, um, how are you? I'm good, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. La, la, la. Merry Christmas and all that. Um, something that didn't dawn on me. It's been great not seeing you. Yeah, something that didn't dawn on me as well until like Christmas Eve was on last week's show, we didn't mention Christmas, I don't think, anyway, I at know. all. And it was the pre Christmas podcast. And normally, I, th- I swear we normally mention Christmas. <laughs> we normally we normally together, but, and we do yeah. presents, and we do and we do things like that. At the moment, this isn't a normal Christmas. No, I think. no, yeah, we're normally yeah. allowed out the house. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, Christmas that happened. That was a thing. Um, mm. A bit, bit of a weird one this year, obviously, because of the COVID restrictions and all that, and the uh, they drop people into they drop more people into tier four on Boxing Day as well. Um, but they yep. they actually gave them a few days' notice this time. Um, so you know, everybody, all them people that were going into tier four on Saturday were still allowed to do the Christmas bubble thing on the on Christmas Day. You see, you see, Dave, you see, Dave. It's that's that's why we're working with one of the most intelligent viruses known to man. Yeah. The government said you've got a couple of days, gonna calm down. We're gonna put you into these restrictions, but calm down. And the virus is gone. Okay. Okay. Oh wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um I, I do there's loads of um, like memes and stuff like that, especially with the restaurant one where you know you you can go to a, a pub or a restaurant and have a pint as long as it's with a substantial meal. And it's and there's the memes like that COVID will only attack if you're not eating a substantial meal. Um, but, like, I understand the, the joke, and I understand, like, like, what you've just said as well. But I think I've tried to work out in my head why they've brought them rules in. And... Go. And, well, the, the only thing I can think of is... If you are just drinking, then you're just drinking and you're going to get drunk. And if you're drunk, you're more likely to, you know, break social distancing rules, do something stupid like, I don't know, because you're drunk. Where, pardon me. Whereas if you go out for a meal, you may have one or two drinks with your meal. And then when the meal's finished, you, you will leave and you'll go home. And then that's it. You're not going to get drunk. If you're not drunk, you're more than likely going to adhere to the COVID restrictions and the rules and social distancing and wearing your mask and all that kind of stuff. It's the only thing I can think of. Um, so so to counteract that, just to counteract what you're saying, yeah, what's yeah. the limit to drinks that you can have with a meal? I've gotten, well, is there is there a limit? I don't know. So you can, as long as you're eating that substantial meal, you can drink and drink. Yeah, I, I, I so get that. So you go out with a group of four people. Yeah, you get two meals, and you get four drinks, or you get two meals and you get eight drinks, or you get two meals and you yeah. get sixteen drinks. As long as you drink them while you're having the meal, isn't it? Like so. Um, obviously, there's workarounds and there's ways around. I just, 
I think I think they're relying a bit too much on the the common sense of the people, and and I I, I do I do get it. I, I think I'm right in what I'm saying. Like with the you know, if you're having a meal, you're more than likely to have the meal, have a drink, and leave. And if you're just drinking, then you're going to drink, and that could lead to, you know, losing your inhibitions and and just not adhering to the rules and whatnot. And the thing, the only thing I can think of with giving people them extra days notice, so you're going into tier four on Saturday, is so you don't get that mad rush that they had when they announced London was going into tier four and everybody had eight hours to get out the city. (laughs) So next thing you know, they're crammed like sardines onto a fucking train. At least if you've got time, it can avoid that happening so you've got an extra couple of days to get your shit together say your goodbyes jump on a train and fuck off um can i I just say the way they did london was amazing i know i know i know i loved loved it and i also love the way the train operators completely cashed in Mm -hmm. he didn't they didn't he didn't go oh safeguarding they didn't go well they didn't do anything really did they can you well, think of anything like that, did? that? That woman who was live tweeting and the, the train company announced, um, you know, due to the amount of people on this train, social distancing is not feasible. So come on if you want. Stay off if you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was literally like, instead of them just stopping selling tickets. So, so yeah. forget about the spread of the virus. Yeah. We just cashed All in. Aboard. Just cashed in. But, you know... It's all part of the the bigger pick, the bigger plan from the the reptilian overlords to um, <laughs> to have us all fucking. Can I ask? Can I ask about that? Just just while we're on that, and we're on a Christmas show, but we're getting weirdly off topic. Mm. What was the what? What's the what's the thing about the reptilian overlords? I got no fucking idea. It's just these oh, okay. these wild conspiracies that we're we're actually being run by reptilians and uh, they, they control the world and I, I don't fuck knows mate I, honestly I don't actually care the whole covid thing has brought out so many conspiracy theories and you know <laughs> there's there's a couple of people on my social media on facebook who I follow and there's a few people that are just coming out with the conspiracy theories there's a couple of people who are genuinely interested in the trying to look at everything from every angle and just gather information um and they're actually coming on and they're asking like has anybody looked into this can anybody point me in the direction of this can can anybody show me where i can research this because they just want to gather as much information as possible and and that, i appreciate that that's 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 cool as far as i'm concerned and not just reading one thing on on karen's facebook saying um covid covid <laughs> covid doesn't exist and then believing it it's going away and doing your own research and um and making your own mind up and if you're doing that then i can't i can't I, argue I, with you i can't really be bothered with the whole research stuff but i i just made my mind up by looking out and over the next week i will seriously completely make my mind up because mm. this situation uh, that we've been in over Christmas. My mother flies out to the Maldives in a couple of days, so we've not been able to go in contact with yeah. them because they've been in strict isolation. But they've been out shopping and this, that, and the other, and there's seven of them. Mm. And I thought, of the seven people who were all who've all been mixing in Tier Two in Cheshire, yeah, what are the odds? What are the odds here? So. Mm. 
I'm starting to take a look at the whole. I'm, I'm just looking at it as yeah. it's kind of. I, 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 I don't really. You can you can pick fault in all of the rules. You can pick fault in every single one. You, and like like the whole, you know, it's not lockdown. It's a tiered system. It's still lockdown. It's a form of lockdown. You know, what I mean, like tier four especially. It's basically lockdown. You can't leave the house. You know, I mean, you, you can only meet up with one person outside and you've got to socially distance and then you've got to go home. You can't go into anybody else's house. It's lockdown, but with the schools open. And that's the... That's, yeah, but who's enforcing and this? That, that's the flaw of the COVID fucking yeah, police, but apparently. What, what, yeah, but who? Who were? Uh, I, I don't know. I know people have been fined. This is my you know frustration what I mean? because I've been out walking the dog. So yeah. miserable as fuck. Walking out, walking the dog, family can't get together. Well, not miserable, you know what I mean, but it's in me yeah. thoughts. And you're walking past people's houses and you're going, everyone's houses are full. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. And that's what makes me believe, Dave, there's going to be me, my family and your family and a whole bunch of zombies. I, I genuinely yeah. think we're in trouble. <laughs> and, and people will. People will, will have taken full advantage of that three-household gathering on Christmas Day, you know what I mean? And if, you, if you're in a family of five, and let's say your brother's in a family of five, and you know, then you, you've got your, your mum and dad, and maybe you've got a couple of little siblings, and there's four of them there, next thing you know, you've got 14 people in a house. And, oh, I mean, funny... If you're from Stoke and you're working class and there's, there's a good chance you're going to be living in a terraced house because Stoke is full of terraced houses, they're not that big, you know what I mean? And 14 people trying to socially distance in a terraced house is a bit tricky unless you're kicking them outside and it's below fucking freezing at the moment. Um, so, so who's enforcing it then? Do you mean like the, the the public in general who's abiding by it? Yeah, so no one's really abiding by it. There's only a few people. I think there's about 30% of the country that are actually abiding by it. Mm. The rest are just, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. So what's the point if there's no you know, actual policing anywhere? And do you anything? know what? I, think... I go out all the time and there's idiots without face masks. And yeah. I'm kind of yeah. going, okay, I'm, am I the idiot for wearing a face mask now? I think there's a lot of people who, I, I think there's a lot of people who think that they're abiding by the rules. They think they're doing everything right when they're actually making little mistakes, you know what I mean? So like the face mask thing, they're going out and they've got, oh, I've got my face mask, I'll put that on, but the nose is exposed, you know what I mean? So the face mask just covering the mouth and the nose is out. I think it's little things like that. Or, you know, they're seeing the friends in the supermarket or something and they're like, they're standing right next to them you know what i mean they're not socially distancing but because they haven't actually made physical contact they think that they're mm. that they're abiding by the rules i think a lot of people believe that they're abiding by the rules but they actually aren't but they don't understand that they've done something wrong or you know they're having somebody around the house but they don't realize that they, they're actually not allowed to do that you know what i mean i think there's a lot of misunderstanding with people i, I believe that there are people I think there's a small percentage of people that are, are knowingly breaking the rules. I think there's a larger amount of people that are like 
aware that a rule may have been broken, but they did it at a safe social distance, and they're like, mm, okay, that was a bit naughty, we probably shouldn't have done that. And I think there's a lot of people who are just ignorant, ignorant to the rules and don't know that they've, that they've broken them. And then mm-hmm. you've got you've got me who did pretty much everything right. Uh, did I mention, but Cleon, that I that I caught COVID? Have I mentioned yes. that to you? Yeah, you did. That yeah. I got COVID nineteen. Yeah, Came through the other yeah. end. COVID nineteen survivor over here. Yeah. Hashtag. You did. You did. I'm going to get you a hoodie. Hashtag praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm going I'm to get you a hoodie. Dave, hashtag Dave's thoughts and um, Yeah. Hashtag so, Dave's alive, by the way. But the, there's yeah. Hashtag Dave. Dave survived. Um, there's a lot of. <laughs> But there's a lot of people who obviously they're going to make full use of that. You know, the 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 Boris said you can do this on Christmas Day, so we're going to do it. And there's going to be a big fucking spike in in cases now because of that. That that's going to happen. Um, but you know, Christmas happened, and it was a bit weird because we couldn't do anything. Um, them days leading up to Christmas was uh, were, were very strange for me. Um, now I, I don't know. You just mentioned you know your mum going away, um, and my my mum during lockdown she formed her support bubble with my brother. Um, it was more feasible. It was more um, logical for her to form that support bubble with my brother as opposed to me uh, for various reasons, and and I was I was cool with that. So. We'd all spoken between the three of us, and it was it made sense because that bubble was already there for my brother and his family to go up to Mum's house and spend Christmas Day there with Mum. And mm-hmm. this pretty much the same thing happened with my lady's mum as well. You know, she f- formed a support bubble with one of the other siblings, and he was already there for Christmas Day. And and, and my lady's mum was was a bit of, of the opinion, if I can't do it properly, then I don't want to do it. So I'm not going to say, oh, you can come round and you can't. Let's just have nobody round. And she had like, you know, my lady's big brother was there. And um, so so she didn't have anybody around either. So we, and, and we didn't go anywhere. Now, normally Christmas Day, um, I love Christmas and I love Christmas Day. But it's the routine and the rushing about that really does me tits in. Because you've got to get up, you've got to get the presents on, you've got to get the dinner done. Dinner's got to be out by a certain time. Quick tidy up, and then you're in the car. Vumph, and you're going up to, you know, you go up to the in-laws. And then you spend a few hours there, and it's all lovely. And But but you, you're clock-watching because you've got to leave. Because then you're going to the other parent's house. And everything's on the clock, like. Yeah. And, and it's, I love seeing the family. Love seeing my lady's mum on Christmas Day. Love going up to my mum's house on Christmas Day. It's lovely when you're there, but you feel like you're constantly clock watching. And next thing you know, you're back home. It's nine o'clock at night. Christmas is pretty much over. And that you sit and you go, I haven't really got time to sit and relax. You know what I mean? Whereas this Christmas, I had all the time in the world. And it was very bittersweet because I really missed seeing the family and going out and spending time with other people on Christmas Day. But I absolutely loved not having to look at the clock. It's like, what time's dinner? Who cares? You know, who, yeah. who cares? The turkey's in. I'll go put the gammon in now. It'll be ready when it's ready. We don't have whereas, to rush. Whereas for me, on the other side of the coin, mm. um, I'm one of the... You've been working um, in between lockdown. I'm one of those people who've been working from home. Yeah, yeah. 
So for me, I've kind of missed the getting ready yeah, and yeah, hustle yeah. and bustle and actually going out to go somewhere, if you will. So I, I've loved Christmas, by the way. Anyway, back on to Christmas. What did you get? Well, <clears throat> we, um, because of... What did you get? Well, because of COVID and because of furlough and because of money and because did of things like that... you give to the poor? Um... No, I didn't give to the poor. I, 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 I didn't, like, go out and just go find poor people and be like, have some money, peasant. I was not, you know what I mean? It's like, um, I, I regularly give to food banks anyway. Um, so, like, um, I'm, just, I'm, a tin of beans. I'm just not I'm just not one of them dickheads that films it and puts it on social media, like, look at me, give me the likes. You're just fucking, if you're going to do it, what? just... You're going to do oh, it, just well, fucking on that do subject, it. Look at football clubs. One of them did it once. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Every single one of them's giving it now. Um, I saw one picture. There was like a 62-year-old woman, and she didn't look very pleased. But anyway, sorry, Dave. Uh, oh. so, so, yeah, we, um, we decided. Now, normally, it's, I don't know if, I, I always, with my messes, I'm always like, nah, I haven't got you anything. Don't worry. I've just got you a couple of little things, just a couple of stocking fillers. And then, you know, on Christmas Day, she breaks out the presents and, you know, I've got it like some fucking jewellery and I've got a some Armani, you know, perfume. And you know, I've, I've fucking, you know, the credit card is like screaming at me, stop it. Um, because, like, I really enjoy buying the things, you know what I mean? I like, I, get, mm. I love buying the things. And it was really hard for me this year because we both sat down and said, look, money's a bit tight, you, you know, let's let's concentrate on the kids let's not get each other anything and i said well the kids enjoy seeing us open things so why don't we just set a budget so we'll say like 20 quid let's get a couple of little stocking fillers 20 quid um and that was a couple of months back and as the months have gone on we've been talking about things that we want and i've literally reached that age where i'm not really bothered about getting treats and stuff for christmas like i want something like basically what we did this year is we decided we wanted a heated clothes era um and uh. for the house like so i said well let's tell the kids to put it on the christmas lists because we still do it doesn't matter how old the kids get we still do christmas lists uh just try to keep the magic of christmas alive like i mean mm. you know my lad's older now and he gets it but he still does his list so i went and said kids I want you to ask Santa Claus for a heated clothes area for me and your mum for Christmas. And they both looked at me and they were like, okay. So they wrote it on the lists as, as I'm on Amazon ordering it like. So that came and uh, I wrapped it up, put the tag on for me, for me and, and, and the messes. And that's what we opened on Christmas Day. And it was off the kids. You know, we bought it for ourselves. And I was dead fucking happy because I've got the heated clothes area. We've used it every day since Christmas Day. Um, but... I got a few, like, bits and bobs, like, my mum got me some stuff, and uh, I had a few things from work, um, I got, you know, a case of alcohol-free beers uh, from somebody at work, um, and, uh, oh, my mum got me, um, you, you, you're a modern man, Cleon, you understand that us men like to, us modern men like to look after ourselves, and my mum got, me, got me a beautiful face skincare set, a L'Oreal face skincare set i've had none of that this oh, year oh have you not mate no. mate that's I've the worst had no smellies this year oh man i got like exfoliating scrub for my face i got, I got, pants. Some, moist... I got some good pants you good were they good pants 
They're good pants. Oh, they good, like boxer man. briefs. Oh, lovely, lovely. You can't beat some good. Got pants. some good night boxer briefs. The good material. Ooh, like the, 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 the good material. material. Nike. Oh. That's where. That's where they've had the five-year-olds in Indonesia doing the stitching with the little fingers, isn't it? They can get right oh, in the grooves. It is, mate. It is, yeah. <laughs> I've got a whole back, back full room full of them here, Dave, oh, breaking away, making flags they are, Dave. Flags. <laughs> flags. Dave, I also got um, something I've wanted for a while. So, Go as on. you know, I uh, manage on a Sunday with a friend, Craig Blow. And... Um, I've always wanted a long, like, manager jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not the tacky ones. Do you know what I mean? Because some of them are quite nice and some of them look quite tacky. And mm-hmm. I, I actually got what I wanted for the first time. I was, oh, like, well impressed. That's fucking... It's wicked when that I happens, know. isn't it? You know what I mean? I know. I was like, get in. And I also got an electric scooter. Oh, wow. Uh, however, that's uh, stuck somewhere in Belgium. Oh, all right. So, because they're not allowing it into the country. <laughs> yeah. It's not allowed in England yet, Cleon Scooter isn't. Um, it'll be allowed in England from January onwards. Okay, well, you'll get it eventually. You'll get it eventually. So, eventually. I'll be round on my scooter very soon. 25 miles an hour it goes, Dave. Um, I'm sorry, Cleon. I'm just, just going to interrupt you. Um, because I've just, wow, re- I've just read this preview. Um, went out to post a card earlier... I was talking to some neighbours when this car came past with a big beaming smile and the driver shouted, Hello, Mrs. Shingler. Guess who? (laughs) (laughs) Have you been shouting at my mum again in the street? Is that that a post on Facebook? (laughs) No, she's just, my mum's just messaged me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're right. Shouting at my mother. Um, Yeah, so... It's always it's always lovely when you actually open a present like birthdays or Christmas, and it's something you really want, and and not necessarily expecting. Like, yeah, if you've been dropping hints left, right, and bloody centre, and then you get it, it's like oh, it paid off, it worked. But you know, there was one year, my thirtieth. No, normally every Christmas with my lady, I drop hints just every left, day, right, like centre. So <laughs> the last six years, days showing of the Argos catalogue like this. This one. I really yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, literally. Uh, every single Christmas I've gone, she said to me, what do you want for Christmas? And I've told her. I've said, this. Yeah. Right? I've hinted. I've said, this, 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 this. I've dropped massive hints. And then at some point over the course of a couple of days before Christmas, mm. I've said, I've said, oh, that's all right. While we're watching some. Yeah, while you are. And and she's got this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you said it was all right. And I've got like, there's opening me presents. I've gone, oh, that's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But no, this Christmas, fair play, fair play. Uh, I know. Really, really nice. I know on my 30th 30th birthday, uh, I was on a split split shift at work. And. Oh, I, I jumped in. I don't know if my dad came pick me up actually uh, from work because I went up to my mum and dad's life. I had like a three hour break. So I was like, I got up to my mum and dad's and uh, my kids were up there. Um, and my lady had left all my prezzies up there. 
because uh, I, yeah. said, I said I was going up. And uh, so I'm opening my prizes like, and there's a, there, there was, I know I've told you the story, I think, but there was a shoebox, definitely a shoebox. It was wrapped up. And as, as I, I ripped the top of the paper off, you just saw a white Jumpman logo on the lid of the box. And I was like, because I just thought it'd be like a pair of Vans or a pair of Converse or something like that. And you rip it off and it was like, holy fuck, she's bought me a pair of Jordans. And I was like, that was the same, you know, you, something that I've wanted for years and years and years. And I've never, I'd never had a pair until that point. And I was like, she's got me a pair of fucking Jordans. And, oh, mate, that feeling when you get something like that, when you mm. get something you really want, it was like, I, I was so fucking happy. Literally, like, the trainers I was wearing came off. The Jordans went went on, laced Slip them up. on, you go, ah. Oh. Brilliant. I wore... Did you smell them when you first up? Oh, man, the smell of new shoes. Mm. Fucking brilliant, man. Um, <laughs> just, it was brilliant. I wore them to death, you know what I mean? I know some people, like, really take care of, like, the, like you know, you get your expensive trains, you get your Jordans, your Yeezys or whatever, like, and they take real good care of them, wear them once and put them back on the shelf. You can and, only wear the you know, Yeezys once. And it's, you know, but me, man, I put, the, <laughs> I put them Jordans, didn't leave me feet. I wore them to absolute death. There was nothing left in them by the time I finished with them. Um, and but so, it was a few months later in the it would have been the Boxing Day sales. A few months later, I did go on like Nike store and bought myself another pair because they were that fucking comfortable. I'm like, I need to get more of these. And oh, they're nice. I think every year since then, I've I've grabbed myself like just not like um you know the 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 numbered not like Jordan ones, Jordan twos. I've just like bought a different kind of you know pair of Jordans, something that's dropped in the sale. You know, I've always managed to grab myself a pair. Um, but yeah, they're so nice. Fucking lovely trainers, man. So what have you done over Christmas, pretty much? Echt me weight in meats and cheese. <laughs> Fuck me, Cleon. No, that's, yeah, pretty much it. We chilled. Christmas Day, we fucking, we just chilled. Um, Same. Uh, Boxing Day. Played on Just Move. Um, oh, no, we, oh, no, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. Me, have, you, have you got Just Move? I haven't got Just Move, no. Um, my lad did have a, a, a game. He had like a Zelda game for the Switch. So oh, he, David. He played on that bulk of the day. Um, oh, David, I'm like Justin Timberlake. Oh, mate. Oh, how beautiful. Just bringing sexy back. High like. score, high score, <laughs> high score, high score, high score. Mate, I was hitting dance moves times eight, times 50. Times 50, Dave. You're going to have to get it, man. You're gonna have to get it. What's it, what have you got it on? Uh, I've got it on the PS. Oh, sound, sound. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to... I'm going to have to get it. Uh, something like this. Fun oh, for the Dave, whole family. I'm amazing at it. Um, I don't think I've got any rhythm anymore. I'm not sure I had any rhythm anyway. Back in the day, I swear I had some rhythm, but I just, I move too quick now and, you know, my fucking hip comes out. <laughs> oh, mate, you know, you, know I've always been, you know I've always been a sexy mover. Yeah, you've always had rhythm, you have. I've always had mm. I'm about Anyway, I'm about anyway, did you do anything on Boxing Day? Uh, no, not really. Just chilled. Drank no coffee. I did. Um, at meat. We I had another Christmas dinner on Boxing Day because we had that much fucking meat left over. We did yeah, another Christmas bomb. dinner. Um, literally, nearly made myself sick on food. Um, yes, mate. And was that was Boxing Day? I don't know what fucking day it is. It was Boxing Day yesterday? It was, yes. wasn't it? Yes. I thought today was Monday, which confused the fuck out of me when you messaged no me day. saying saying podcast tonight, and I'm like, oh um, no, it's Monday. <laughs> And then I'm like, have we missed the podcast? Oh, shit, it's Sunday. 
Um, I don't. It's that weird period, isn't it, where you just you don't know what day it is, you don't know what's going on. There's. I had to have a stop, Jack. You know. You're full of fucking gammon. It's just like. I had to have a stop, Jack. No. Well, anyway, Dave. Sorry. I did something. All I've done is eat food, sit on my arse, listen to music, uh, watch TV. That's what I've done for since Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. All I've done. Well, you know what I've done. Meat. It's a new inciting instalment, or it's a new inciting episode, or a new exciting inciting. What not, the hell's going it's on? It's not Hamilton Bear, is it? <laughs> it's a new exciting feature uh, for the podcast, Dave. Um, it's called Cleon's New Sport. Oh. And I, I went and played golf. I thought you played golf anyway. Or do you I, just I drive? The driving just ra- I've been in the driving range. range. I've been the driving range like seven times. <laughs> and, seven times, mate. Fucking pro completed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's basically... and Anyway, I'm not a big fan of the driving range. I've got to be honest. You're basically just smacking a ball into nothing. Um that's kind of my opinion on a driving range. But anyway, so we went out and did a course, Dave. We did uh, Shrigley Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or Shrigley Hall Hall. It's 262 acres, David, of Cheshire countryside. You may have, uh, this may be information may be coming back to you now. And it was lovely, Dave. Hmm. I genuinely loved it. Yeah. I went with uh, my two friends, Steve and Wayne, or yeah. Wayne and Steve. Yeah, uh, both of Wayne play football. Or Wayne and Steve, depending on yeah. You know. <laughs> Dependent on how the scores are relaxing, you know. One cheats very much. I've noticed this. <laughs> I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say which one. Uh, for fear of in- <laughs> for fear of a battering later on, uh, or for fear of incrimination. But one does cheat very much, right? And I've noticed this in golf. <laughs> um, I've noticed the cheating very early on. I just started like, off very well. Like dropping the ball where it, where it didn't land and shit like that. Dave, Dave <laughs> have you seen on Instagram my hit? No, I haven't. I haven't. I put it on Instagram TV. I've just put it on. That was my first ever drive, first tee off uh, the course. I'll get it up now. And it was checking. 274 yards in an exact straight line, basically just before the green. It was beautiful. That was about it. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's here. I'm just going to watch it now. Are you watching it? Mm. Here he is. He's putting the... Everybody got the cameras out. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is brilliant. uh, (laughs) Brilliant for the uh, the listeners to the show. I hope you do a little shimmy before you. Hey, he's got a swing there. He's putting his back into it. Here he is. I really hope you do a little shimmy. A little, little, little shimmy with your knees. You're not going, oh, the hat's off. He means business here. He's taking his fucking time as well. Ooh! Wow. Oh, you heard that, eh, didn't you? Oh, that gave me a bit of a semi, that did. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that was about it, though. 
There is one video of when I was having a temper tantrum. Right. Yeah, there is one video. <laughs> I've got to say, Dave, there's a few things about golf that people did not tell me right, go about on. going on an 18-hole golf course. <laughs> that is also a championship golf course. Mm-hmm. That was basically like a PGA fucking video. At one point, Dave, there was a big valley in the middle with water and bridges <laughs> and everything going on. It was 262 acres. I basically took a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah? Just a brew. Is that a brew? And a bottle of water. Nice, man. As we're going around the course, everybody's eating sandwiches and all that type <laughs> of stuff. My sugar level's low. I've done about 17,000 steps. It's cold now. It's getting about <laughs> 5 o'clock. I'm shivering in the... Your message is sent to distress call out. You told her you'd be half an hour. Play some golf, be about half an hour. Be about half an hour, four and a half hours later. My lips are blue. <laughs> uh, um, yes, Dave. Uh, it was good. It was absolutely fantastic, though. It's very good. You have to, there's a lot of thinking going into golf, which club to use, the air, the wind. Oh. <sighs> And then you basically hit it and you've got no idea where it's going to land. <laughs> every now and again you hit it and it does exactly what you want it to do. But that's one in 50 shots for me right now. I think that's me when I play any sport that isn't darts. I'm pretty good at darts, but anything else, like, it's, I'm just going to kick it. I'm going to kick the ball. Let's see if it goes where I want it to go. <laughs> it's very similar to darts. If that, that makes any sense. I think I know but what you mean. You're hitting yeah. the dart. Hmm. It's very similar to darts. If you were playing darts in high wind. No, yeah, I understand what you're saying there. I understand the comparison. Um, I'm glad you get that. Yeah, no, I do. I do, I do get what you're saying there. Um, but no, I've never, I've never tried golf, you know. But I have quite a few friends that do go down the driving range. And I, I've, I've several times I've been asked to go and play golf, but I've never really been drawn to it. I've never really watched it. I remember watching it at school once because we had an option of like, it was afternoon activities and we didn't want to, as, as a group of friends, we didn't want to go and do any of these activities. They were all a bit like, nah, I don't really fancy that. I don't fancy that. And one of the maths teachers Mr. Marshall was a big golf fan, and the golf was on the TV that that week. I don't know what what tournament it mm. was, and um, and he he set up an activity of watching the golf in his room. He and we so we just went. Oh, we'll just do that. We can just sit in the room and do nothing. But now we didn't get away with it because what he actually wanted to do was talk to us about golf while we were watching the golf. Um, it's the equivalent of me talking to you about records. Like, I yeah. really fucking love this, and I'm going to tell you everything about it, whether you want to hear it or not. <laughs> and, that, and I will nod. Yeah, and, and we were like, yeah, all right, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we should have gone. We should have gone and done glass blowing in science. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, golf? We're going to sit and watch it then. Yeah. Well, you will anyway, sit and watch this golf. What else happened on Boxing Day? 
little bit of football after the Boxing Day. Well, there's quite a lot of fucking football this week. I've, I've been having a mooch going on. All the football's happened this week. Everything. The traditional Boxing Day calendar, yeah. if you will. So anyway, we kicked off with Leicester 2, Man United 2, which basically fucked up my coupon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucked it. First game in the bin. Fuck it. Yeah. That was my interest in football on Boxing Day over until Bucky, 8 o'clock yeah. that night. Anyway, we had Aston Villa 3, Crystal Palace 0, mm-hmm. which was a correct result on the coupon. We had Fulham 0, Southampton 0, which I didn't have. We had Arsenal 3, Chelsea 1, which was a correct result on my coupon. Mm-hmm. We had Man City 2, Newcastle 0, which, to be honest with you, Dave, was quite predictable, <laughs> really. I'm quite happy it was 2. Yeah, could have been five. Could have been five. seven. <laughs> uh, Sheffield United nil, Everton one, which was also correct on my coupon. Yeah, would have netted me around four hundred quid. Oh, mate! Anyway, I didn't get the <clears throat> not the scores right. By the way, just the win. Just the win, win. loss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, we had Coventry nil, Stoke nil, mm-hmm. and we had Port Vale nil, Barrow. Two. Okay. John Askey? I don't know. What, Barrow, did you say? Is Barrow. That, is that a real place? <laughs> yes, I've oh, been, Dave. Okay. Do you know where Barrow is? I've never heard of it. Put Barrow in Vaness up. Barrow in Vaness? Yeah, put that up on Google now. Oh. Just, you just have a look where that is. Do you want me to tell you something? It's far. Barrow. Did you say Inverness or Infernus? Infernus. I was going to say Inverness is bloody up, 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 isn't it? Infernus, sorry. <clears throat> oh, my phone doesn't know how to spell now. Uh, it is. Oh, it's in Cumbria, in the northwest. Oh. Yeah, that's that's a distance. That is, mate. That is a distance. I used to have a customer there. And I had to go visit them every month. Jesus That's a good, Christ, I hated it. It's a good two and a half hour drive, that is, Cleon. <laughs> you put traffic, it's not two and a half hours, you put traffic and everything else in there. Mate, oh. I've just seen it on the map where it actually is. You have to go round the fucking um, sea, don't you? Where, yeah. You, what's that fucking sequel? What is that sequel where the Isle of Man's in the middle of it? You have to kind of go up and then round that bit and back down again. Yeah. Oh, mate. That's a fucking trek. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. No, never heard of the place. Looks lovely, though. Some nice historical ruins there. Mm. It's a shit old Dave. (laughs) There's some nice historical ruins in Stoke as well. (laughs) Dave, it's an absolute shit old. It's it's basically Stoke, but smaller. Smaller Stoke. Yeah, it's a smaller Stoke. I've got to be honest about, about that. Yeah, it's about right. It's a bit like Burzum. <laughs> it's just Burzum. It's Burzum three hours away. <laughs> I got there and I went. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Brilliant. Um, I've come to Burzum. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> today we've had Leeds 1, um, Burnley 0. West Ham 2, Brighton 2, and Liverpool were 1-0 up at time of writing this. What's the current score, David? It's full-time, and it's 1-1. And it was 1-1. 1-1 yeah. at full-time. 
Liverpool, Sorry, West Brom. I did see this. Jurgen Klopp led the team out to praise and to do the the well done at the end. Well done. And tonight we've got Wolves versus Tottenham. And Jose tonight needs a result. Or Jose needs a result. Jose. Jose needs a result. But there's, there's, there is literally football all week now, isn't there? Until um, There's no football New Year's Eve, but, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, there's, there's just football every fucking day. No, oh, your face. Oh, he's like kidding. He's like he's just had his favourite jacket for Christmas. Got him. Oh. <laughs> All that yeah, we've got man. going on is football, golf, football, golf, football, golf, football, football, golf. golf, family. Do you know what? Right, the um, family football, golf. The, we we mentioned darts earlier, and normally this time of year, and these podcasts around this time of year, I will be talking about the Darts World Championship. Um, yeah. But I've not been watching it. I, have I, you not? I haven't been watching it, no. And do you know what? I haven't watched any Darts this year. Um, I haven't watched any Darts since the 2020 World Championship. Um, yeah, January 1st was the last Darts what? match that I watched. Well, COVID happened, so a lot of it got cancelled. Um, but they did start playing in, like, empty arenas. Um, you know, like the snooker was... And they ended up playing in empty arenas. Um, but I just haven't watched any. I just haven't been drawn to it for some reason. And I don't know whether it's like... You know, the, the old guard, so to speak, you know, the Phil Taylors and Raymond Van Barnevelds and just not in it anymore. And I feel that a lot of the character has gone out of it. I sound like my dad when he used to talk about snooker. And my dad loved snooker. Loved snooker. Um, and, but he always used to talk about how there aren't any characters anymore. There's no characters anymore. It's too clinical. Uh, he always used to say that. And I've started saying the same thing about darts. There's no characters anymore. I've started saying the it's, same thing about football. It's too clinical. Um, you know, whereas I'm like from a, a, a younger generation of snooker lovers. So I don't say that about the snooker so much. Um, but I've started saying it about darts. And I just haven't been drawn to it this year at all. I mean, you had the, the, there's been the collapse of the BDO, which has been on the cards for years as well. Uh, that That's kind of happened this year. It's still functioning somehow, but I think it's gone into liquidation. Um, so, you know, the PDC, as it has been for years, is ruling the roost. Um, but I just haven't been drawn to it. I did put it on the other day and watched like a bit of one of the matches, but I just can't get, because when when it first started, London was um, whatever tier, it was in tier two, so mm. they could have crowd um, at the Ali Pali, and then, yeah. then it got dropped into tier three, and then it got dropped into tier four, so now it's being played in, you know, Albion Palace, um, sorry, Alexandra Palace, with um, with no crowd, and they've put like big backboards up, and they've lit them up, and advertising and whatnot. But Sky are doing the piped-in crowd noise, and I just can't get behind it. I'd rather there be none. I'd rather it be silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather it just be silent and let me listen to the to the match. Let me listen to the ref. But the, like the ref is shouting like he's got thousands of people in the in 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 the, in the fucking crowd, and there's nobody there. And I'm just, my head's going, there's no need for this. I understand they're trying yeah. to build an atmosphere, but there's no need for it. You know what I mean? You can literally just, like, the BDO worlds were always renowned for being calmer and quieter. You know, when it was at, especially when it was at um, that fucking hotel that it used to be at, the lakeside. 
Um, it was always calm and quiet. And when they were playing, the crowd was quiet and respectful. And the PDC, they encouraged, you know, the crowd to cheer and, and, and chant and clap and call out and stuff like that. Um, it was, you know, it was meant to be, you know, more atmosphere, more exciting. Um, so I like watching darts when it's a bit calmer and a bit quieter. Um, and this piped in crowd noise, I just caught it was just dead weird to watch. Um, but you know, they've had the Christmas break now and you're getting into like the, uh, the money rounds now as it is. So I might start watching tomorrow, uh, as we get closer to the final, the final will be Friday. I think the final's Friday. Anyway, it's normally oh. on New Year's day, the final. As you know, with the piped in crowd noise mm. on Sky Sports and football, um, you've got a choice. You can either listen to it yeah, with the crowd yeah. in the background or with no crowd in the background. Mm-hmm. I love no crowd in the background. Yeah, yeah. Because you get to hear these kind of things. Ref, are you fucking joking? <laughs> He's built like a brick shit <laughs> He's gone down like a whore there. Which was fantastic from one Arsenal player to another. He's gone down like a whore. <laughs> ref, are you fucking blind? You oh, are fucking no. joking, ref. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, pass the ball. Balls to this, I'm going home. All these fantastic sayings have come out just loud. Mate, just you, shouting from you would, people. You wouldn't get away with that in rugby, tell you. You'd be sinned if you said anything. How, do you, know, how do you know you've never watched a game of rugby with no crowd noise? Because the mic. Just wait. Just wait sat, yeah, but the ref's mic'd up. The players aren't mic'd up. No, the, rug- the, the ref takes out the. When they're talking to each other, yes. Then the crowd um, goes quiet because they want to hear what they're saying. Yeah, it's, it's, but during the match, it's up. It's thingy, isn't it? Um, in 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 rugby, it's all about like respect. If you swear during a rugby game, nope. you get it, you get you, punished. The players for talking to each other. You players up. talking to each other, maybe. So like, you but... get fucking move over there, move over there, mark him, mark him, mark him, you dickhead, <laughs> and, and things like that going on between players. So you get to hear what the players are talking. Mm. I agree with what you're saying with how he spoke to the referee in regards to the foul. Mm. Uh, by the way, in rugby, you'd be simbing for yeah. that. Yeah, completely true. But rugby isn't a fast tempo match. Rugby's a stop-start match. It is a stop-start. So you rugby can't union, draw yeah. comparisons. It is a stop-start. And you can't draw comparisons between the biggest sport in the globe and a sport that's not even really in the top ten. Yeah, and in and, and a sport that was still... Rugby Union was... In, in, well, in England, was um, still an amateur sport in the ni- in the 90s. It was still a fucking amateur... It's still classed and as an amateur sport. that was when the sport. Premier League was born. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, it's a professional sport now, but... And that's why they started Rugby League. Um, so you could make fucking money from it. Because it was... Because it was amateur, you made no money from it. That's why it was rich boys from down the south that were that were really fucking good at it because poor boys from up north couldn't afford to fucking play it. That's <laughs> at work. Um, cause they had, yeah, because they had to go work. And that's why Rugby League was born. And that's why Rugby League was more prominent in the north than the south. Um, I don't like Rugby League. I've tr- I, it's all right. I've tried watching it. It's not my thing. Um, much prefer I rugby don't like rug- I don't like rugby. I like Rugby Union. I like Rugby Union. Um, yeah, I know, I've, I know I've, I've, I've said this to you before. I've always... I always saw myself as as somebody who wasn't a fan of sport, uh, whereas actually I'm not a fan of football. And with football being the sport, it's it's the UK's well, it's England's sport, isn't it? That's the that is the national sport of this country. Football. I'd, I'd say it's like the world sport. You know what I mean? Well, there's it's the biggest sport in the world. Yeah. 
Um, so because I, I'm not a huge fan of football, I think I just got it into my head that I wasn't a huge fan of sport. But I do like sport. I like contact sports. You know what I mean? I like boxing. I like mixed martial arts. I like darts, even though it's not technically a sport. It's not um, sport. But I like darts. <laughs> I like rugby. You know what I mean? I, I, I like snooker. Um, I like lots of sports. I'm just not a huge fan of football. Um, I like motorsport. I like the Formula One. I like the Formula Two. I've watched a bit of MotoGP. It's all right. You know, it's all right. They're not fast enough for me, Cleon. They need to go faster. I'm not. Right. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I don't like rugby whatsoever, as you know. I watch. I've watched a few good mm. rugby games. I've watched England smash uh, New Zealand a few times. I watched England win the Rugby World Cup final. I jumped on that uh, yeah. bandwagon. Yeah. I remember watching that later on at night because because of the time difference with it being in Australia. I was working all day and they repeated it, ITV repeated it at night, the full game, and I got home from work and it was just starting and I'd, I'd avoided the fucking result all day and like just so I could watch the repeat at night. <laughs> True story, I watched that after an all-night bender mm. uh, whilst using another man's belly as a pillow. Oh, wow. Wow. That was around the time of the all night benders for us, though, wasn't it? It was it was the early two thousands. So, I remember watching the next. I remember watching the next Rugby World Cup. I think that one was in South Africa, and they're on pretty much the same time, like this, the same time zone as us, South Africa. There's only about it might be an hour. I don't know. I'm not sure. And I remember watching that in. Um, I was in a pub in Fenton, watching that one. In like, which one? Uh, I can't remember. The one we lost. Yeah, when we lost in the final, yeah. I got um, burgled that night. Oh, fuck off. It's not very Yeah, good. we went We went walkabout, I got home, and we'd been done. Oh, the man. night after, I was moving house. The oh. day after, sorry, I was moving house. Dear, oh dear. So everything was in a box. Oh, mate. <laughs> fuck. That's the fucking worst. Oh, no. True story, that. I think, um, yeah. I think we watched, we watched some of it at work. Um, like the first half or something we watched at work and then we we were going to a friend's house who lived in Fenton and he lived just down the road from the new town as it was um, mm. it's I think it's a Chinese restaurant now the new town um, but uh, but he lived just down the road from the new town so we we got to his house dumped his stuff and then we were like, we were like come on let's go up the pub and we'll we'll shoot some pool Um and we, we, we shot some pool and we watched the we watched the rugby. What what always made me laugh about that pub though, you know where in, in bars they have to have special licenses for um mm-hmm. to broadcast sky. And to broadcast T V, you need a you need a special license to broadcast T V and, and especially if you've got Sky, um it's charged on the amount of heads you get in the building per square meter of yeah. building. It's something like it's a bit I can't remember the exact calculation. Uh, but the guy, whoever was running it, he had a big widescreen TV in the corner, but it wasn't like a flat screen. It was an old CRT, big-backed widescreen tally on a bracket in the corner of the pub. And there was a hole in the ceiling, um, and he literally fed his personal... We, we, it was probably... Like his skybox yeah, in his bedroom. Yeah, well, I think it was, it was a cable box. It probably would have been NTL at the time. And you could see the cable had come through the hole and the actual cable box was just hanging by the plug wire 
by the side of the TV, just swinging. And the, he'd obviously <laughs> fed the cable from where he lived upstairs through the hole. And he just you can't plug, do that now. And he just plugged it into the tally so we could, everybody could watch the rugby without paying his fees. <laughs> That's that little uh, pint glass. At when the you get the corner. pint glass in the bottom corner, yeah, 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 because it's um, well, they do it on like. Uh, on Sky Go as well, isn't it? You get is it like it's like a little square, a little rectangle yeah. square, so you know that's like an internet broadcast. It's the pint glass for the pubs. Um, I mean, there, there was a lot of pubs like ten years ago who used to broadcast the. Um, I can never remember the satellite name, but if you turned your satellite dish like slightly the other way and jumped onto another satellite. Um, you got all of the three o'clock kickoffs um, on a Saturday. You, ev- every single fucking match was on, like, and it was just being broadcast on another satellite. And there were so many pubs, especially around here, and like in Newcastle, that did that. Um, oh, everyone did a dodgy stream at and, one point. Yeah, there were so many pubs doing it, like, and you know they got clamped down eventually. But you know you, you get away with it for a while, but then you know word of mouth gets around. Oh, this pub's got the got the stoke game on and everybody piles in after a few weeks you know the police clock yeah, it the, license, the, the licensees fucking clock it and you know but it was i always remember when my old boss took over yates's and they had sky at the time in yates's and yates's in in newcastle as you know is fucking massive it's a big building um so the actual price to have Sky in that building was astronomical. It's the first thing he did. He went, nope, and just cut the contract and just stopped having it. Um, and because they were making zero money, they were making at the time they were making absolutely nothing. Yeah. That place was. So that's the first thing he got rid of. He's like, let's get rid of that now. And once the sales are back up, we can consider putting it back in. Um, we never ended up putting it back in. Um, That's one of the few ven- great venues for a bar in Hanley. In Hanley, mm. the the old the the two the two story one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I, did it? Did that have? I don't really remember because it's been years since that closed down. That had the big projector screen upstairs, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so if it had you were up- the big projector screen yeah. upstairs, it had the balcony. The DJ, booth, the DJ was, booth was upstairs, booth didn't it? Over the other side. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Um did he have a he didn't have a bar upstairs, did it? No. Or did he have no. a, did he have a small one that it used to open every now and then? Like a little a one tiny at the back. bar at the Yeah, back. a little one like yeah. or a bootleg. Like one pump on it or something like. Um mm. No, that was it. You know what, man? They, they, they were all pretty good bars back in the day. It was a good city to go out, and it was rammed all the time, and there were so many places you could go and drink. Do you know what? Early 2000s. Yeah. Early 2000s when Liquid first opened yeah, up. Can you yeah. remember when that Liquid first opened up, and it had the rain falling on the glass yeah, outside, yeah. and we'd get VIP stuff, and you used to see people in the VIP bar, you know, we we were a bit blah blah you know what i mean it was it was quite it was a very nice and a very successful club it used to always yeah. be packed yeah what the fuck happened honestly man fucking the, the God, whole dave we got old and look what look what look what happens i always remember we, we gave the younger generation the fucking keys to the car and it's crashed i dude <laughs> i i didn't go out up up hanley for a few years i used to drink in castle mainly 
And I remember going home after work and it was a friend's birthday and they were going to Hanley. And I was like, let me go home. I'll quickly freshen up and I'll meet you up Hanley. And I remember walking through the, the, the city centre and just looking around and going, I wouldn't be able to walk up here back in the day because there'd be that many people about. It yeah. would be rammed. There was nobody. It was empty. Didn't have to queue for a drink. Didn't have to queue to get in anywhere. It was completely empty. And I was just like, what the hell happened up here? What went wrong? Mate, when me and you, when we used to go out, and we sound like a couple of old men now, but when we used to go out, you couldn't move. In the middle of the street. Yeah. They had to shut In the, the middle street of the street, they had, they had, they had, driving they had to, yeah, they, had, they put barriers up and they had to close the road. So cars couldn't go because there was that many people. Um, and the queues to get in anywhere. I mean, we didn't have to queue because fucking VIP over here. But <laughs> the queues to get in anywhere... Um, were just ridiculous. They'd be queuing down the street and round the corner just to get into one club. But we had three, three nightclubs, four nightclubs. If you clap, well, if, when, if Brannigans, if you're coming in from, I suppose, if you're yeah, yeah, from the bottom, the bottom you had yeah. um, I suppose Brannigans came when creation went. Well, yeah, I so mean, we still had those two type kind of balance themselves mm, out, don't they? I suppose you had you had the place and valleys. And then the place in creation. But at one point, when, when Liquid first opened, you still the place was still there, albeit in its dying days. But you know what I mean? You had the place, you had it Liquid. Was a strip club. And then it turned into a strip club. It did turn into a strip club eventually, yeah. But you had, Where you, I worked. You had the place, you had creation, you had Liquid. Mm -hmm. You can count the club. You know what I mean? That was there. Yeah. That was, you know, the gay bar. You had the club, um, which was a fucking fantastic night. Great May night I time. add? Um, so we had four nightclubs in walking distance of each other. as And then all your little bars as well. You know what I mean? And I can fucking run them off. I can reel them off if you want. Flackets, Trinities, Yates's, Pig and Truffle, which became, really which became, um, Flares, which then became Reflex, um, Millionaires, uh, which became the tube? Was it the tube? I think so. After after it was Millionaires, where he, yeah, I think it, they had the floating DJ booth. Do you remember <laughs> that? They had the record decks that were on chains, and it used to float. Um, yeah. Um, loads of the, the you know these little fucking bars. Um, obviously, there was the a foyer. Weather, there's a weather spoons there. Foyer, Manhattan's down on um, yeah. Piccadilly. Um, Walkabout. <clears throat> Walkabout. I um, think Walkabout ended it, you know. Underground, um, not underground, um, Chicago's. <clears throat> Chicago's. Chicago Rock. What was Chicago's before it was Chicago? Can't remember. Remember Chicago Rock, next door was Fluid. Fluid, yeah. fluid next door to Chicago's. Um, loads, mate. Just fucking, but you would pub crawl your way to whichever fucking club you wanted to go to. Um, and no, it's dead. Dead. It's dead and it's a shame. It's a real fucking shame. I did it at <clears> about 36, 37. And mm. I went, right, yeah, let's have a good night out up, Hanley. And I was like, you all should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. I was like, you children are crap. I'm staying inside, doing nothing. I'm just glad that I appreciate, as well as back in the day, I used to appreciate a pub crawl in a nightclub. I also appreciate, like, a gig night 
and a rock bar. You know what I mean? Because yeah, see, you know, full you, moon. Yeah, you, you, I mean the full moon. That's closed, oh, isn't it? But really, um, shit's still there. But you've got. Um, you know, Black Friday, oh, it's still there. <laughs> you, but, you know, you can go the mill or the underground, well, you can't at the moment, obviously, but you can go the mill or the underground, watch a band, and then, you know, sit in the stage door till midnight or make your way up to the rigger, you know what I mean? And just do them them three. And they would be good nights because there's, there's next to no um, rock bars anymore. Bunker 13 was another one when it was still open, you know what I mean? But I know, think we're missing a good rock bar, I do. I also think we're missing a good I rock bar. I think Walkabout would be a good venue for yeah. a good rock bar. Just think, because of the stage. I think Walkabout's missing a massive trick. Mm, I think we're missing a good rock bar, but like we've just said, there's nobody out. You know what I mean? Is there a, is there a call for yeah. one? We've got the rigger, albeit it's in Newcastle and not Hanley, but we've got the rigger. You know what I mean? It's there, and it's only a, a short it's taxi not journey welcome, away. No, the rigger's not. Well, I've I've never had that problem. I've, it's always I've no, never had an issue. Fucking, da, 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 da. but it's not welcoming. <laughs> the rigor's not. I think I never had to. I've never had that problem. Yeah. I had to do a two-hour set to never have that fucking problem. But I've never had that problem. I had a problem preset, but I've never had that kind of. I I think it's got it's got a bit of a. Um mystique might be the word i'm looking for about it where people think it's not welcoming i had a friend who was a proper indiad you know i'm talking the long parker the the liam gallagher haircut he was a proper indiad and we were going the rigger and he was he just didn't want to go he thought he was going to get beat up for going in the rigger he thought it was a proper like you know oh no that's metal bar uh, outlaws you know what i mean he, he thought it was that kind of thing and i literally had to say to him dude nobody fucking cares seriously it's just a bar full of people that like music so oh, go don't in don't get me wrong i don't mean that i don't yeah. mean that far yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's getting a bit you know that's getting way left like, um what i mean is it's just very you can sense kind of it i, 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 had, to, I had to say to him i was like mate just, just go in and have a drink and as you know what no there's no discrimination in that place I don't find. I don't think so. Anyway, there's no discrimination in that place. What they do hate is dickheads. If you're a dickhead, you'll get told you're being a dickhead. Now stop it. But if you're just going in and having a drink and enjoying yourself and playing some pool and listening to the music and having a dance and it, nobody cares. It's fine. That's what it's there for. That's the type of venue it is. I also appreciate that place because it's it's one of the, the them last remaining bars that lets in really fucking late as well. So, oh yeah. You know, I've made, I've done it so many times where I've been absolutely annihilated, and I've looked at my watch and gone, "I've got ten minutes getting the rigger," and I've got managed to get up there, gone in, ordered a pint, took one sip, and just gone, "Should have gone home." I'm gonna get pizza. <laughs> you always get pizza from across the road. Always get pizza or from across the road. Yeah, well, there's there's a couple in there. You get Sharif's and Newcastle Kebab, and you know, there's a, there's a few there, but. Um, some some good good kebabs is there. Um, right before we wrap it up, uh, any plans? <laughs> There's nobody's got plans. Any plans for New Year, Cleon? <laughs> Staying in the house, eating cheese and meat, something like that. Like... That's pretty much yeah. <laughs> that's it for the next week or so. I think I'm going out for another game of golf in Stone <laughs> on Wednesday. But other than that, it's just family time. Yeah, same here. I mean, my New Years have been like that for a few years anyway. Um, our old routine was because I used to work New Year's Eve. 
and I'd try and get finished as early as possible to try and get home before the the new year happened. But we would always have uh, Chinese takeaway, and we'd have Chinese. We'd put Jules Island on or something like that. Um, that's recently been replaced with whoever's fucking performing at Big Ben on the BBC. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we put that on, you know, turn the fucking volume up, have Chinese food and see the new year in um i I don't know what it's going to be like this year it's going to be a bit weird um but you know just fucking let's see what happens let's see what i fancy a lot of chinese food and a lot of wine yeah chinese food that'll that'll be my that'll be my new year's eve Mm, chinese food and wine i think for me yeah it's definitely going to involve around food i haven't had a good dirty chinese in ages no me neither I've been having clean Chinese, these like nice noodle bars with mm. little stuff and everything else. And I looked tiny and I just thought, I need a wangs. Yeah, the Chinese that we used to use closed down a few years ago and I haven't had a fucking good, good fucking dirty Chinese since that went down. Wangs is all right. I had a wangs last time I was at yours. It's a good dirty Chinese. good dirty Chinese, that is like. <laughs> the sauce is neon, Dave. <laughs> sauce should not be this colour. <laughs> anyway, um, let's wrap it up for this week. Uh, big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. I hope you've all had the best Christmas that you can have. Um, you know, COVID under the COVID regime. I hope you've all enjoyed yourselves, um, and I hope you're all looking forward to the new year. Um, don't forget to share us out amongst your friends and family. Leave us a review wherever you can leave us a review. Um, and subscribe wherever you can subscribe we're available on all podcasting platforms follow us on our social media on facebook it's facebook.com forward slash shingles list podcast on twitter it's at shingles list pc you can follow me at shingler mvoc you can follow cleon at klbuley follow me on instagram it's shinglers underscore list you guys are awesome and we will see you next time